it's not like quiet quitting that is not i'm it's not malicious or i'm gonna show them or like like screw capitalism no like it's just like Mm -hmm. i think we're set up to want to get promoted and it's like a way to keep us on the wheel you know and it's like what if you just stopped for a second just, just, like, hung out on the ladder but, yeah, like, instead of climbing yeah, up. exactly. Just kind of hang out for a little bit, yeah. catch your breath. I just, I'm, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you, you go and you go and you give and you yeah. give 110% and eventually your battery drains out yeah. and you're going to need to recharge and exactly. it's okay. So that's, like, a really good segue into the fact that this week we're talking about side hustles and our experience with side hustles um what to do what not to do and all that jazz welcome to the corporate sellouts podcast i'm taylor and i'm tori and we're two self-proclaimed corporate sellouts who are touching base on a weekly cadence to deep dive and double click into the corporate world one episode at a time we'll hit on all the topics you don't have the bandwidth to explore yourself and help you move the needle on living your best corporate life because if you're going to be a sellout you might as well be a top performer Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. It's another week here on the Corporate Sellouts. Tori, how's your week going? It's going much better than last week. Um, Last week, we didn't even record because we were both so overwhelmed with life. So overwhelmed. Um, uh, You had pay planning, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which was like, it's like the week from hell. Yeah. From an HR perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I had substitute teaching as I was joking for the other team that my oh, right, right. I was like, Wait, <laughs> substitute manager assistant to the regional manager um this yeah. team there's four people on the team and three of them all had separate family vacations planned oh and they didn't God. know about it and so this team was completely uncovered so I had to cover them um so yeah <sighs> This week is so much better than that that Good. it's like totally fine. I okay, we're on the same wave. We are. This week. We yeah. And like we went to Taylor and I went to a coffee shop and worked together. We did. Never done that in my life. It was like, great. It was so fun. Highly recommend like, it. Everyone should do that. Go just with your friends and work and actually try to work. Um, it worked a little bit. Yeah, we weren't. I wouldn't say we were productive. But yeah, it was like I I mean I got stuff done. Maybe you were. Like, I had <laughs> tasks that I that got checked off. They were maybe like the lower hanging fruit. Yeah. Whatever. You gotta do those too. I was productive from a energy standpoint. That's good. Like I, I think I would be sitting at home. I didn't have a lot of meetings today, so like when I don't have a lot of meetings, I'm not motivated to no. do a lot. Meetings are what motivates me. Yeah. So it, it I think it did help like come together and like have that energy That's kind of true. with other people. Yes get some things done yeah but yeah. I'm curious like y'all listeners let us know do people go to coffee shops a lot yeah do it's you a co-work whole, I've never anyone? done it ever and people I think I, I, one of the co-workers that I was working with last week she was like hey yeah I was like can I call you really quickly she's like well I'm at a coffee shop so and I was like wait what <laughs> I yeah so I actually do that a lot by myself okay if I don't have meetings okay I just hate it when someone's like hey, do you have time right now to jump on a call? And then I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I have to explain that I'm at a coffee shop. Yeah. But I think it's fine. It's totally – I mean, it's totally fine. Yeah. But anyways, that's a tangent. My week is going good. Good. (laughs) so glad. Yes. Um, Same here. I think – let's talk about the sellout scale, I guess. Yes. I'll I'll go – I'm at a five this week because I'm just, like, completely neutral. Yes. Last week, my mental health was, like, plummeting. I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Working until 10 p.m. at night, which – I don't, I don't do no, that. we're not, yeah. <laughs> I'm not cut out for that life. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know how people do that, like, in consulting or no. law firms or Mm-mm. investment banking, whatever. I'm just not cut out to work all day. I'm not either. <laughs> I'm cut out for the 9 to 5 life, like, 8, eight to 5 with, like, a nice hour-long break yeah, in between. Yeah, exactly. You know? No, same here. Um, maybe 5.30, maybe 6 someday. Yeah. <laughs> That's there was, it. like, the, you know, there are times when, in my life when I've called my mom and hearing her, hearing her pick up the phone makes me burst into tears. Like, oh, you know. I've been there. And, like, yeah. I'm 29 years old. And <laughs> I called my mom. It was, like, 8 o'clock on Monday night last week. And she was like, hello. And I was like, mommy. Oh. <laughs> and she was like, what's wrong? What's the matter? I was like, oh, sorry. Nothing. <laughs> like, I'm fine. And I was not in a car accident. Like, nothing's wrong. But, like, it was just bad. So this week on the sellout scale... I, I don't know. I'm like a six probably. Yeah. So I'm I'm like, like I'm neutral. cruising and neutral, but I'm also like I just like can't give a rip mm-hmm. for the week. And maybe I'll be recalibrated after I had to have a really hard week, and now yeah. a week where I'm recalibrating, and then Monday I'll probably be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you had a really good point, and I think we can go into depth on this later or in a different episode too. Mm-hmm. But like, you don't always have to be above and beyond like going yes. above and beyond yes or always chasing that next promotion yes and it's like we kind of talked about I think last week or the week before you can have a mediocre day or a mediocre mm-hmm. week like it's okay to not be killing it all the time exactly and I, I just kind of realized that literally yesterday like what if I just like did my work and then left like what if I wasn't always so stressed about next steps next phase getting promoted how do I be strategic how do I impress my boss today like no one even cares yeah like and it's exhausting and I think there's a time for that when you're re-energized from just like doing your work you know like I didn't realize how exhausted I was by that mindset and how freeing it is to just go and do your work and then leave Mm -hmm. you know and do a good job at it yeah whatever like, you're not going to do, like, you're mediocre is most people's best, like you said. Like, yeah. you're not going to do a, ne- a poor job. It's just, like, you don't have to constantly be, like, beating yourself over the head of, like, why aren't you pushing, pushing, pushing at all times. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Love that for you. And it's not, like, quiet quitting. That is not, I'm, it's not malicious or I'm going to show them or, like, like, screw capitalism. No, like, it's just, like, mm-hmm. I think we're set up to want to get promoted and it's, like, a way to keep us on the wheel yeah. You know? And it's like, what if you just stopped for a second? Just, just like, hung out on the ladder. Yeah. Like, instead of climbing yeah, up. Exactly. Just kind of hang out for a little bit. Yeah. Catch your breath. Yeah. So I've literally never thought like that before. I That's was in the car with my, um, my boyfriend's brother's girlfriend, uh, my friend, <laughs> and I was like, what if I just, like, was a stay-at-home mom one day? She's like, I've never heard you say that in my life. And I think I brought up on the podcast, like, two episodes ago, like, uh-huh. that I... I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you go and you go and you give and you yeah. give 110% and eventually your battery drains out yeah. and you're going to need to recharge and exactly. it's okay. So that's like a really good segue into the fact that Taylor and I used to both have multiple jobs. Yeah. I mean, we still kind of, we still, still well, kinda, we still do for sure because yeah. we have the podcast, right. but we had even more. Um, we had other things. <laughs> yes. So this week we're talking about side hustles and our experience with side hustles um what to do what not to do and all that jazz yeah and kind of the the whole idea of side hustles and why they're so popular with 
our generation and Gen Z, um, just kind of the younger generations, like why have they become so popular all of a sudden? Um, and how do you make it work for you in a way that you're not burning the candle at both ends? Mm -hmm. So first I want to talk about our experience and then we'll kind of dive in. Um, so Tori, what are your, like, what were your side hustles that you've done? Yes. So starting literally in high school, I got really interested in like design and wedding invitation and wedding stationery design. So all through high school and college, like when I was 16, 17, not when I was like a freshman, I had an Etsy shop mm-hmm. and then I closed it when I got, I was a finance major. I got like a corporate finance job. So I closed it senior year of college, but I restarted it once I ended my career in corporate finance after three years when I was like 25, maybe, um, and moved back to Austin, um, and like was working a regular 40 hour week again after my years in corporate finance. Um, I was like, you know what? I really loved stationery and design. So I started a company called Tori Lee Stationery. Um, like the Instagram still exists, like Mm-hmm. Um, spoiler alert, I don't do it anymore. But, um, and it was just working on, it was like greeting cards and personalized stationery and wedding stationery. So like wedding invitations, wedding programs and all of that. But it was sustainable. That was kind of like living in New York City was when I really started to get into sustainability. Um, and so, and I knew that any business I ever started would need to be sustainable. And so I used like all recycled paper and like Mm -hmm. really like carbon neutral shipping and like had all these kind of like mission statements and ways that I ran the business that was sustainable. And now I'm about to finish my master's degree in sustainability. So like it certainly tied in and was an important stepping stone to like where I'm at now. But, um, I did stop in like this summer. It was just too much with grad school and, um, work and everything so yeah but yeah and then also I airbnb my house out when I go on vacation Mm -hmm. Um, and that is literally such a job like it's not just like using your house like it is so much work and so I did it I just did my taxes with my accountant I did it for 33 days last year um and I'm not doing it for that much this year I'll probably do like a few weekends um, but you have to, like, I have a whole checklist. It's like a 76 point checklist, I think, oh of like God. everything I have to do to my house to get it ready for guests. Um, and then like how to flip it back afterwards, like sanitation checklist, make sure I put valuables in certain drawers, lock certain things, like clean things. So that is a hustle. It's a lot. And when they check in like Friday at four, it's like, I pretty much have to do it all Thursday night and then like be out of the house so I don't mess it all up, you know, and right. like work. So that is like my two side hustles i'm i'm renting my house out on airbnb for a formula one weekend and i don't know i don't think i'm gonna do it for any other weekends yeah because you make freaking bank oh like you and eric could make well you'll have a newborn (laughs) Um, (laughs) also this is the first podcast where we can just talk about like you are pregnant you baby in your belly i kind of thought about that i was like wait do they know oh yeah no you do know we do know um so i was gonna bring that up at the beginning but like you're just all pregnant in we're, here. We're here. Yeah. <laughs> um, out. So, yeah, those are my side hustles. And obviously, I'm the co-host of the Corporate Sellouts podcast. The best side hustle. Yes. yes. So what about you? Yeah. Um, I started my career in 2017 after I graduated from grad school and moved down to Austin. I was living by myself at the time, and I was in a long-distance relationship with my now husband. And I just, like, needed something else to do mm-hmm. outside of work. And so I ended up doing yoga teacher training at Core Power Yoga. Um, I did sculpt first, and then I did um, 
the whole 200 hour yoga teacher training. And I ended up teaching at Core Power for about a year and a half. So I was doing Tuesday nights and Sunday mornings for like a year and a half. Wow. And it was a lot. Yeah. When did Um, you start? Like what year and a half? 2018. Or I guess it was, no, it was, yeah, 2018 through like the middle of 2019. Okay. Yeah, so I stopped before the pandemic. Okay. I would have stopped then anyways. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but um, it was a lot, like, having to come up with a whole class every single So do you have to come week. up with it, or yeah. you, you don't get a template or anything? There's a template. There's, like, kind of a rubric template mm-hmm. that you follow, but <laughs> every class has to be a little different. Yeah. You have to have an intention that you set. There's, like, this whole formula that it follows like the music has to be synced with the whole class um I liked doing it but it just became like another corporate job because core power is kind of a corporate it's a corporate studio and they would do like value or what what, what's it called not value checks um hold on (laughs) okay we can't figure it out. <laughs> no, I can't remember. But they they would come in and evaluate your class when oh you were doing gosh, it. Oh my gosh! Like the principal coming in your yes, classroom, like a like a walkthrough. Yeah. If you're a teacher, um, and then they would like give you critique afterwards on all the things that oh you did my wrong. Goodness. And I was like, this is supposed to be a fun thing, like side hustle. Yeah. Um, I have a corporate job where I'm evaluated every day too, yeah. and I don't need this, you know, whole thing. And then we would go to like seminars, and they would like teach us how to teach and it just it was a lot mm-hmm. um it was a good side hustle but you know and then yeah. the pandemic happened and I realized I was pretty good at watercoloring <laughs> you're really good at it I'm just it like, just kind of came out of nowhere confused how you didn't know about this yeah like you I guys Taylor is a literal artist like you paint <laughs> people's dogs for their like wedding signature drinks and mm-hmm. like you paint you paint real things like what everyone needs to go see if they can watercolor because sometimes when you're 27 years old you you realize realize. (laughs) yeah like never really did art in my life but I just picked (laughs) it up and I was like oh this is fun and then I started doing that for a year and that's how Tori and I kind of got to know each other well we ended up collaborating with our watercolor and stationery and um it was a really fun thing and then it just became like another job again yeah so I think that's kind of the moral of the story with side yeah. hustles is once they become a job, like, it's, it's not fun anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And we'll talk also about, like, how to know if your side hustle is, like, you should stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of funny how we've always been, like, connected on side hustles. Yeah. You know, like, and then we stopped our one side. We, like, collectively quit our side hustles to start another one. <laughs> and that's why I knew when I thought of this podcast idea, I was like, I need Tori to be my co yeah. because <laughs> she's a side hustle queen. Yes. And... And because you have great ideas and are oh, just fun to listen oh to. So stop. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, a couple of other examples of side hustles might be like working so you might work for another company like Core Power or mm-hmm. you know, something completely different. Yeah. Um, you might start your own small business, like what we did, or you might go into freelancing mm-hmm. um or do something a little bit more independently. Yeah. And I think the reasons why side hustles have become so much more popular with our generation, a couple of things, working remotely, so like everybody has flexible jobs now, and it's a lot easier to run a podcast and like come up with ideas when you're like by yourself at home, when you can just like go into your Google Doc and 
I can text Tori anytime and yeah. be like, hey, I have this idea. Yeah. Versus, and it, it yeah. just makes, like, everything. Like, I went to Orange Theory at lunch today and, like, I – so, like, you know – pre-pandemic like you know you go to the work you go to the gym after work and like mm-hmm. it's like everything in your life you can just shift around more easily to make room yes you know without necessarily like doing your side hustle at work yeah you know and compromising your it, work hours exactly yeah um it can also create a sense of community and I think I <laughs> that's why I started teaching yoga at least um was really because of the community yeah and then you know I think others might get into like a hobby that they love and then turn it into a side hustle um or working with your friends it's like we work from home I work from home mm-hmm. every day I know you go into the office sometimes sometimes not uh, less lately because yeah like, like nobody cares that I'm there so like, why? like <laughs> so, no like, one else comes point? in you know so it's yeah. like what am I doing yeah so like us having this every mm-hmm. week it kind of creates that community and also a little bit of a regular thing where I'm leaving my house at least we're at Tori's house yeah yeah but like I'm commuting to your house exactly doing it um and then I think the last one is like student loans and housing prices yeah the general economy bring that up yeah like we literally have it harder than our parents generation way harder also I was listening I was watching TikTok um I didn't quite understand that like the Reagan tax cuts like how that impacted the middle class and like anyways it did a lot. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And just, like, the middle class isn't what it used to be, and that switch started happening in the 80s. And so, like, and, like, slowly trickled down. Um, and it's just literally harder nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, we – college is so expensive. Houses are so expensive. Taxes are expensive. Like, you know, it wasn't always like that. Yeah. We don't have pensions. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's out of – there's a part of it that's out of necessity or out of, like, well, since I have potentially more time – you know, like making it worth it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and the gig economy, and you know, anyone can drive for Uber. Anyone can yeah, DoorDash, DoorDash, or, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, you can pick up these gigs, Airbnb, exactly. yeah, where it's like scary easy to put your yeah. house on Airbnb. I didn't have to do anything, and I live oh, in wow. like an unincorporated suburb, like in the boondocks of Austin, like outside of Austin. <laughs> the only reason it's close is because there's a tollway that goes 80 miles an hour. Yeah. But, um, so we don't have like, the city of Austin has like all these regulations and it's like $700 for a permit. Like we don't have any of that in mm. my suburbs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I funny. just like went on Airbnb and signed up also during, I don't know. I didn't like tell a lot of people this cause I don't know. It was weird. But at the beginning of the pandemic, I did shipped which is like grocery shopping for people because I heard on TikTok oh. that rich people gave fat tips and it is true. I probably made oh like 40 to $50 per delivery of the delivery fee plus the tip and I only set my zip code to rich Austin neighborhoods. <laughs> wow, I love that. <laughs> and so I delivered to like $5 million houses and like oh get a ton of groceries and like I saved like a couple thousand dollars from it and like just put it towards my house. I was in the process of building a house. Yeah. Like, That's the thing. It's like especially if you aren't married or don't have kids yeah. like you know you're living alone like what why not just yeah, like, exactly. get another job yeah um, pay down debt like you know yeah. save to the future um so it can be strategic I, and like i said we'll get into like when it's no longer strategic or bad for your mental health but mm-hmm. you know if it's if you have the free time like we could all why use not? a boost like investing a yeah. 100 bucks a week like 10 years from now that's going to be like tens of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. so and I think um, we both have really positive experiences with side hustles. I think there is a toxic side of it where it's like, 
hustle culture, hustle, right? Yes. Where like it's in the name. Yeah, I mean, we definitely have this pressure on us to work more and mm-hmm. you know be productive, and yeah. that's not always good for you. Too. Yeah, and, and I oh god, yeah. well, not everything you do, not every hobby you have has to be monetized. Exactly. Yeah, that's and that's like trait. such that is literally <laughs> our toxic trait, like times a million. And I remember like when I before the pandemic, we used to have Bachelor Mondays, and there would be like ten to like any given night there'd be like four to 15 girls and we'd yeah. go to someone's house and we'd all watch bachelor and i would always have my laptop open working on client designs like always i don't really care about the bachelor that much i was mm-hmm. only there for like the chicken nuggets and the friendship but like <laughs> right i was always working on my side hustle yeah like i couldn't weekday nights were for like getting designs out and like that was mm-hmm. kind of like crappy but it so. doesn't feel like work no, sometimes. like sometimes, yeah. It like I love doing it, but it yeah. does like it weighs on you after like, a period of time. Yeah. yeah, it definitely does. Um, so why have a side hustle? What are some of the pros? I think we've touched on some of these, but one of them that I think for me, this is why I chose the ones that I did was really to fulfill a passion that isn't fulfilled at work. Yeah, we talked about passion in our first episode. Um, you're not always going to be passionate about your no. job your corporate job and that's okay you know for Tori you had sustainability Mm -hmm. as a passion and so you created this whole business around sustainability um I loved yoga because I felt like it was a way for me to connect with people in the community and like help them feel better about Mm -hmm. themselves and I don't get to do that at my job every day you know um and then also the the creative side for me I, I love being creative and I love apparently I love doing art. I didn't realize that, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of brought out this side of me that I didn't really know existed. And so, yeah. and also I don't get to do at work. No, exactly. <laughs> that's so true. And that's exactly why, yeah, why I did it. It was definitely like a passion project. Um, and also like the cool thing about a side hustle is when it's not your full-time job, like you can use your corporate job to fund it. Yes. Um, and so like starting a podcast is not a what's the word exorbitantly it's not crazy yeah it's not crazy expensive but like you know we had to buy equipment Mm -hmm. and then we didn't buy nice enough equipment so we had to buy nicer equipment (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so like you know if if we were just gonna like quit our jobs and go be artists and podcasters like like there's a benefit to it being a side hustle yeah and that you have the stability and then you have like the like and I think humans have both sets of needs like you have a need for stability Mm -hmm. and you have a need for like things that you're passionate about and creative outlets and stuff. And with a corporate job plus a side hustle, you can do both of those things. Yes. People would ask me, are you just going to do art full time? And I was like, absolutely Absolutely not. not. No, No. you and I were both on the same page about that. (laughs) Like I don't make, I I make a fraction of, Oh my God. Like even if I did five times the paintings. Yeah. To scale it, to make what you were, are making in your corporate job like I would have to do like 100 orders a week or something like I don't have that time yeah then I'd be making the same amount of money but paying self-employment taxes and uh, like paying for your own benefits yeah and working like 80 hours a week Mm -hmm. like it would it would never pan out no which I think is why like I'm such an all-or-nothing person like that's why I moved away from New York City I was like well I can't settle down and have three children here so I have to leave (laughs) Like, (laughs) like I just and I remember telling my friends that like the day I was leaving they were like 
yeah, you need to leave. Like, <laughs> this isn't for you. <laughs> yeah. But like, I just, I couldn't see it going farther. And part of that did stress me out a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. like this is never going to be a full-time thing. It's always going to be like a, on top of already working 40 hours. Yeah. Um, and I, I wrestled with that internally in ways that I don't think everyone does. Like you can, people live in New York city for 10 years. And then when they're 30, they like move to Texas, to find a husband and then bam, like mm-hmm. I couldn't. I couldn't have, I can't, I'm incapable of having that mindset. Yeah. And you, it's, it goes back to what we talked about in the beginning. Like you don't have to be giving 110% to both, but you probably were. (laughs) So that makes it like a lot more susceptible to burnout. And I just couldn't wrap my head around not, I still can't. So I had to just stop. Yep. Yeah. So now like I do watercolor just for friends. Exactly. And that's a good medium. And that's what I I do um, stationary just for friends. Mm-hmm. So like we just collaborated on our friends save the dates. You did the drawing and I yep. did the like I, I still have contracts with my manufacturers and stuff um, that are about to expire. But it's like I, I got like really gorgeous paper for a really good price and like did all that stuff and envelopes mm-hmm. and it's really fun. Yeah. Um, so you know, it helps you kind of get your mind off of your corporate job for a yes. little bit too. Um, and then you can also use it to start exploring other career options if you're doing something that's somewhat related to your yes. career. Um, and this is where you have to be a little careful too. Yeah, I non-compete think. type yes. things. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple of things to keep in mind there. Um, there's conflict of interest clauses and non-compete mm-hmm. where you basically can't do something that's in direct competition with your employer. So if you work at a consulting firm, you can't go out and be a consultant. Yes. <laughs> like by yourself, freelancing, right? Yeah. Um, like I couldn't start – I don't know. I don't think I could. I don't think I could I mean, start an HR on, consultant thing. It depends on what's in your contract. I do not have any sort of non-compete clause. Obviously, like when I started my new job, my dad, who is an employment lawyer, read over all my contracts through the lens of knowing that I have Tori Lee stationery mm-hmm. and I didn't have anything. Yeah. So like any non-competes, any like trade restraints or anything like that. So um, you might not. Yeah. But that would be like fishy. <laughs> yeah. I think it's it's common for more smaller businesses. I dated a person um, who quit his job at a certain type of company. We'll call it a sandwich shop. It wasn't. And started a sandwich shop, like, next door and got sued. Like, mm. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and was, like, so upset that he was getting sued. I was like, oh buddy, what are you doing? That's so funny. <laughs> you know? So, like, you do have to be careful because lawsuits happen to real people. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, and yeah. even after you quit your job, right? Yeah. Well, because that's what a non-compete is. It, right. It's like, you know, if you quit and go to another competitor. Right. You know, mm-hmm. or become a competitor. Um, and so a lot of times it manifests itself in, from a full-time job to a full-time job, you know, but yeah. it's also very relevant for like having a, a side hustle related to your talents and skills. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So a couple things to keep in mind, um, and how to have a side hustle and still be successful at your job. So first of all, stay engaged at work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will admit there are times when I was not very good at this during the pandemic. Yeah. I mean... I think everybody We gotta was. cut our cut, cut ourselves some slack. Like uh-huh. we're in collective trauma, and art is like a way to express yourself. And it just happened to be how are you making money? Also, I so that's and hard. I got my job done, and I never yeah. got any feedback that like yeah. hey, you're not paying attention or whatever. No, exactly. And I I never really told my boss about it, but then she found out because she was friends with me on Facebook, <laughs> which oh, was like fine. Yeah. Um, and my like my coworkers found out and. I was like, yeah, I just started kind of 
selling yeah. watercolors and that's not a big deal. No, um, it's not. Like it when I think about it, like I I told my boss and after like a year and a half and she's like, Why did you not tell me for so long? Like her and I are very close, like personally. Um and I was like, I don't know. I was just scared and she's like, Well, don't be Yeah. <laughs> like it's literally not a big deal and it's not like I'm over here like starting up another like what my company does like I'm literally making greeting cards like right it's exactly. like okay it's pretty um, harmless so I'm yeah our employers also don't know necessarily about corporate sellouts but I was on a meeting and I was logged into my corporate sellout <laughs> zoom um on accident on my personal okay my work computer zoom wasn't working so I got on my personal computer to take this work call and I showed up as corporate sellouts on a work call <laughs> Did it say podcast or just corporate sellouts? It said corporate, uh, corporate sellouts podcast. Yeah, wasn't it podcast? Yeah, it said corporate sellouts podcast. Uh huh. And there's like 30 people on the call, and it was at least five minutes. So, but like, I, like I said, like we did our due diligence. I had my dad read over all my contracts. We never work on corporate sellouts during work. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a big deal. No, we have podcasts that like six people listen to. Yeah. <laughs> okay, more than that. Yeah. I no. Say. Yeah, we have the analytics. Actually, we do. a frick ton of people have been listening. Lately, yeah. So but thank you. No, we we don't say anything, anything that is um going to disclose any confidential information. No. We're very careful about yeah. that. Um. And we definitely did our due, due diligence. And we were yeah. nervous about this podcast, mm-hmm. like, yeah. transparently yeah. starting out. We're like, I don't want to get, you know, th- because we make actual money at our jobs. Yeah, I would like to keep that. Yeah. But I, and, like, I was talking to Taylor, to you, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like, earlier in the week, like, I was giving a, a more junior colleague, she was working on a project with me, and she asked me, she's like, can you, can I just get, like, candid advice from you? Like, I have some issues or questions. And it was literally me regurgitating what I say on the podcast. And I was like, wow, like, this is really good and it's really useful. And it's like flexing our muscles of like giving advice and like being like researching things that are relevant in the corporate world. Like it's very good for our careers, I think, for personal development. Like we're doing personal development research every week. And I think it helps with like presenting and talking. Um, I didn't like speaking up on calls and now I feel like, Oh, it's fine. Like I speak wow. in front of a microphone every yeah. week. And also, um, the TikTok stuff, like actually yes. talking to the camera is harder than it looks. It and is. I've done yes. that now several times and I'm like, Oh, I, this is fine. Yes. Um, so it kind of helps, I think, boost your, it's boosted my confidence yes, too. For sure. And so I think the takeaway from that is like it, it, I think it's rare that maybe a side hustle adds to your work, but I think corporate sellouts absolutely adds to our personal development at work, but mm-hmm. it certainly, you should be making sure that you are staying engaged at work yes. um, and making sure that you're getting your work priorities done, that you're organizing kind of the two buckets, you know, like side hustle and regular work and, mm-hmm. and like really not mixing them to the extent that is able to be done. Yeah. You know? And there's some research or not research sorry there's some um, advice out there that says to tell your employer about it Mm -hmm. I don't think you have to no I think you just have to be mindful of the policies in place exactly and I definitely wouldn't I would advise against preaching to everybody about your side hustle yes or trying to like make clients at work or yes you know sell that because that could be like just a little bit like using work time to get clients yes. like I don't know and like I just don't really talk about my personal life at work me either so like why would you talk about this and mm-hmm. that's why I don't feel like is it weird that I haven't told anyone like I didn't tell them anything else about what I did yesterday mm-hmm. so like why yeah like if somebody know? asked like yeah 
I don't know if they found out or something, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But, um, yeah. So, um, when to quit your side hustle, I think is a neck, the next kind mm-hmm. of big thing here because we've both had side hustles and we both quit them. Mm-hmm. And I think if it becomes more stressful than your current job, or if it becomes something that feels like a chore or that you are cutting into your current work hours to do, mm-hmm. then it's time to reevaluate. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And that, and I think also like if you, yeah, like you said, if you, if it starts seeping in and you are like teetering on the edge of like, wait, am I really giving my current job my all? Like it's probably a red flag. Mm-hmm. If you can't fully manage both well, um, it's not that you can't manage things. Like it's just, you know, your job is demanding. Yeah. That probably is like, Urgh. yeah, you know, and just keep in mind that like, you don't have to do both and it yeah. should be a fun thing. It exactly. should be something that fulfills you in a way that your job doesn't. Yeah. It, if you're doing it, I mean, I understand like <laughs> making extra money and maybe shipped, for example, is mm-hmm. not something that fulfills no. a passion. No, it was for that very short time that I did at the beginning of the pandemic. It was so fun to go grocery shopping like three times a day with, yeah. three, with three different grocery orders. Like that's, I would hate that, but I love I, that you liked I it. I learned the inside and outside of Central Market, like the back of my hand. Like oh, I love it was, Central Market. Yeah, like because okay. I was only doing it in like that neighborhood. You yeah, know? That makes so sense. like, and it was rich people stuff. I'm like, right. why are you buying this? Like it was, so, it was like an anthrop- that actually is fascinating. It was like an anthropological experiment, right? And I was saving for my house, and so I was just in like hustle mode. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, but yeah, like you can probably turn like just like your regular job. Like there's parts of it that you can be more or less passionate about. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and so if it's becoming negative for your mental health, um, definitely also, or if your mental health is declining, kind of check and see, like, if that's why. Yeah. One thing that I did was I just put my shop on pause in June, um, and then I literally never unpaused it because I was like, wow, I feel great. Yeah. You know, like, I don't feel like I have this nagging, like, huge to-do list in the back of my head at all times. I don't feel like I'm not doing enough marketing to get ahead, like, I'm done. Yeah. And I never looked back. And I think I'm still, like, paying monthly for that, which I should really stop. But Me too. <laughs> um, like, I I think that a lot of side hustles are pausable. Like, if you're freelancing, like, just don't take on new clients for eight weeks and see mm-hmm. what it's like, you know? Like, some you might miss it. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people would. I just didn't. I realized that with watercolor, too. It was, like, um, all of a sudden, I just decided to stop taking clients mm-hmm. for, like, a month yeah I was like I'm not I'm taking a break mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm traveling whatever and just saying no was like my favorite thing and I yeah. was like yeah this probably needs to stop exactly <laughs> take a back yeah. burner yeah yeah um and I don't know I'm like very curious to see like I don't think it's going to be that way with corporate sellouts when you um give birth for mm-hmm. me because I will not have a newborn I'm gonna be really sad <laughs> so um know. you know um obviously we'll get back into it if that is what both of our mental health has the capacity for yeah. you know but um I think that'll be like I think there's probably a lot of natural ebbs and flows where you can be evaluating your mental health I you think know? for me and I'm speaking before I have any experience yeah on, the, on this subject but I think during maternity leave I'm going to be exhausted, but I'm also going to want a way to like flex True, that corporate yeah. muscle a little bit, yeah. um, or at least just use my brain yes. in a way that isn't so true. mothering. Yeah. Um, because I'm not used to that. No, that's you know? very true. So I think it'll be a good 
balance. We'll see yes. how that goes. We'll see how it goes. We have until July. Yeah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> um, but yeah, lots of pros. You know, there can be cons, and I think it's just important to realize when it's it's weighing on you more mm-hmm. than it's adding benefit to yeah, your life. Exactly. Yeah. So. So that's kind of that. Yeah. That for side I've, hustles. I know. I've kind of been like, I feel like we've been not keeping a secret, but like I've wanted to talk about our side hustle journeys for so long now. Yeah. I'm so glad that we did. Yeah. Um, cause it, it does like, especially cause we don't tell a lot of coworkers like, mm-hmm. and it's just weird. Like my boyfriend and my friends, and you're really good at this. Like talk me up like, Oh yeah, my friend Tori, like she has this company. Yeah. It's so great. But like I personally never would. I, Some tell of my best me. friends don't even know about my podcast. <laughs> See, like we don't talk about our side hustle hustles no. and that's kind of interesting yeah i don't is. know why um but i don't know it's kind of freeing to just talk about it yeah for 45 whole minutes yeah it is um even when people ask i'm like oh you know it's fine whatever yeah yeah talk it down but we need to not do that yeah maybe we should be more like outgoing with our friends about yeah about talk this. ourselves up a little bit yes. self-promote yes i think so why not um so we have a couple of sellouts to or sellout sell celebrations, celebrations today yes um so the first one was from danielle and she had an article published in fast company that's amazing which is so cool she said she's a fellow corporate sellout with the side hustle um and i wonder if that is writing or i wonder if you can do like writing. freelance writing yeah i'm probably. sure that you can yeah so um her article we're gonna post it yeah we're gonna post it but it's the five-year plan is a myth here's what to do instead so we go can check it do out. a whole episode about that honestly I know, like I think we should let's do it thanks danielle yeah we love it <laughs> but that's no that's seriously amazing and that's like a legit side that hustle. is yes for sure. you know that's amazing yeah so cool um and then shauna scored 100 percent on her e-verify test that's which amazing I don't we were, yeah we don't I was looking into it yeah I don't know a lot about but I think it's um for employment verification yeah and probably gets her closer to her goals which yes, I love that's amazing I for you, hate hate and it's funny that I'm in grad school now because I said never said I would I hate like the continuing education things you have to take tests oh, for yeah. and stuff like even though it's so good for your career mm-hmm. like scrum, when I had to get scrum master certified like studying for that I want to claw my eyes out so like <laughs> congratulations because doing so well on a test like that for your career not for the faint of heart like studying and also working yeah, uh, yeah oh, my, my brain would not horrible be able to handle it horrible yeah um okay and then we have a couple of questions too okay love it so thanks for writing in everyone um someone asked how do you deal with failure and learning in a new job and I'm currently in a new job so I feel like I can speak to this a little bit um you have to give yourself a lot of grace true I don't know if this is going to be helpful but (laughs) it's not going to be that enlightening I don't think but I I feel like you just have to take it day by day know that people don't expect you to be at your best because you're literally learning a whole new organization and set of rules and probably acronyms and it's like a foreign language like yes going from a new even in within a company going to a new role a new team um people don't expect you to be an expert right away yes and I think that you need to take advantage of that and Mm -hmm. really you have to 
even though you're new, you have to be bold and like in the middle of meeting, like, hey, sorry, um, yeah, this is my third week here. Like, you like spend another 30 seconds on that. Like, I really don't understand what that acronym means. Like, yes. this is your time to just say, hey, I've only been here for two months. Hey, I don't know what that means. Like, yep. you can't do that two years in. No, no. <laughs> like, you have to just be bold and be vulnerable in the fact that you're new and everyone is understanding. And that's how you really gain all that knowledge, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and when you have to, like, I would say don't do this a lot, but remind people that you're new when you have to. Mm-hmm. And if someone's saying something just and expecting you to know what it is, just be like, hey, actually, um, I've never seen that before. Can you explain that to me? Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, oh, sorry. Like, you know, let yeah, me help. Exactly. Um, I think more people than not are willing to help. Exactly. Which is great. And I've heard that you have six months at a new job to literally be like sorry I know nothing please help yeah you know and like use that up because at six months in one day it becomes a lot harder Mm -hmm. you know um so and I think that also like regardless of where you're at um like this is something that I have never struggled with in the way that other people have is like taking criticism like it's not that you're bad at your job like it every time you get constructive criticism that is an opportunity to do better next time and that is so valuable like you're never gonna get better if you don't know what you need to get better at and like I just don't understand like I've had other coworkers who manage people especially young men who Mm. they're like yeah this guy like doesn't get what I'm trying to tell him that he's not doing this well I'm like what a lost opportunity for that person yeah like it might be hard and there's plenty of times where I've gone to the bathroom and cried if I've like gotten feedback but like those are the building blocks to get you to the next level. Absolutely. You just have to grit your teeth and just like. You have to keep an open mind. Too yeah. And just be like, I don't know everything. Yeah. And just because I did it this way at a different place or in a different role doesn't mean it's going to work here. Yeah. And I would say find that person that you can go to and ask stupid mm-hmm. questions. Yes. And make sure it's not your manager. <laughs> no, it should not be your manager. Like yeah. a peer on your team. Um, mm-hmm someone that you just bond with or like my company where you're assigned an onboarding buddy and they're like your stupid question peer maybe Love one that. level above you but like basically a peer um and it's for all the dumb questions all the hr benefits questions yep. like maybe don't be asking your senior director a new manager mm-hmm. like how to fill out your 401k forms like yeah, yeah, you know so yeah find a find a peer ish mm-hmm. and good luck yes good Let luck us know how it goes. oh my gosh i haven't been a new job in so long and I just oof, it's tough it is tough I will say first it's tough. <laughs> um we have another question and I think I'm gonna save it for next time because I okay. need to do some research on okay. it okay sounds so, good but thanks for writing in and yeah. we will you know address your questions every single one of them we get <laughs> yeah so please um email us we haven't gotten a lot of emails lately guys. yeah we haven't I, I just checked like, yeah and we don't have any but we get a lot on the Instagram so. Yeah, so email us at corporate sellouts podcast at gmail.com with any questions or sellout celebrations mm-hmm. or ideas for future topics. Yeah. We always love those. For sure. Um, and then you can find us on Instagram at corporate sellouts podcast mm-hmm. and TikTok. I'm at Taylor NHR. And I'm at corporate girl Tori. And we will see you next time. I think that's all we have. Yep. Yeah, awesome. Have, have a good a great week. week.